This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Draft now or play Underdog's Pick 'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast, brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean. Second, the money green was my partner of picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kram? Dog may have temporarily broken the studio. Really? Maybe. What happened? Uh, unclear. Unclear. Some gremlins got into the machine. I was working on some stuff with Colby before. Might have hit the wrong switch. Oh no, the wrong. Unrelated switch. to Colby. Colby is not the problem here. Colby's here. Colby is not. Colby is here. Hmm. Uh, you can't see. I don't him. see him. You I don't, don't see him. Yeah. Kramer. We, should we? Should we refresh? Yes. The stream is really broken. Let's uh, refresh. Let's bring on Colby Dant, host of the College Basketball Experience, to talk thing, talk all oh, things what? college hoops. Oh, nice Where'd Colby giant, go? Giant white screen. Colby's actually gone. I don't know what happened. There he is. Oh, shows off to a great start. What's up, Colby? Do I have a lisp? No, oh, no. <laughs> now and now there's more problems. I hear an echo. Hold on. Do I right. still have a lisp? There he is. That he's back now. Okay. I'm just sipping that beautiful whiskey, you guys. Colby, it's eleven thirty-five a.m. What are you? What are you doing? Five sixty-five. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's happening, Colby? Happy uh, college basketball episode to you. Coming off a uh, not amazing show by us. Colby was eight and six. I was six and eight. But I did go one and oh, or sorry, one and one on the locks. The Villanova lock was tough because um, now what? Uh, walk us through. Justin Moore didn't end up playing. What did the spread end up closing at there? Uh, it actually, I you know what's crazy is it actually went up, pre hmm. like like from what the number we called it at, which was confusing because that also made us think that Justin Moore was certainly playing. Uh, they haven't really announced any type of injury with him, so it was a bit. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have locked up Villanova had I knew he wasn't going to play. I feel like, oh, but, you know, it's okay. Look, we don't make excuses. <laughs> the record is the record. You are what your record says you are, Colby. Well, how'd you do on those games where you said I was overthinking it? <laughs> yeah, Kramer, you're look. Yeah, tough, tough. Uh, we were getting heckled uh, on uh, Twitter. X. It was we. Well, uh, all three of us. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> see it as being heckled. Oh, okay. Someone was providing feedback, providing constructive feedback yeah. that we shouldn't pick college basketball <laughs> until March. Well, you would be missing out. Our consensus plays, even when the consensus plays went three and six last week, they're still 65, 40 and one. My lock percentage, even after going 
one and one is still 79%. Sorry for wasting your time with a free show hitting 79% lock, sir. Yeah, right. and I would also recommend that he check out the college basketball experience because we cover more <laughs> more than more than those uh, fourteen games. When I Kobe's have a night last Kobe's going to ask off the show, right? He's that he's turned into that much of a diva. Uh, hey guys, um, <laughs> actually, it's it's not not a good look for my reputation if I'm uh, if I'm continuing to talk with you guys. <laughs> uh, Eddie Better in the YouTube chat saying, "I'm just here for the forensic files breakdown. I have the yeah. husband as the murderer parlayed with he did it for insurance. I mean that's." That's the massive favorite. I don't even don't get chalky week eighteen. Is that now. even plus odds, Ryan? I, I I gotta say, I saw a sixteen seed win last night. Then because I was watching forensic files, and uh, turns out the murderers of uh, this woman were dogs in the nineteen eighties in Texas. So whoa, um, yeah. The, did you see that one coming? I did not see that. So, one. I thought some they guy, followed rhythm. Some guy was gonna go to jail for the rest of his life until forensic <laughs> science set him free. Yeah, every once in a while they throw in an innocent person. Um, it really is a wild card. So, well, uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about a way to take down the parlay? It was the dad. It was the creep. It was for insurance. I think we might have watched this episode together, all three of us, during March Madness. But it was the extra creepy guy who almost certainly appeared to commit the horrible crimes on his stepchild. Uh, of four, and and then there was a murder that happened to inc- involve insurance, but none of it was his fault. He was just a weirdo. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like you said, sometimes they throw in yeah, a twist. Every where once it was in a while, like, it's a red hair, it, and it, like he's just a super weird guy. Yeah, it turned out to be a passerby, <laughs> or like some guy coming through town just committed some crimes, and this <laughs> this creepy guy got uh, got oh, caught up. Ra- in it. Random drifter is a massive underdog over <laughs> on uh, forensic files. I feel like the, the, a, I feel like person who lived on a train. Like what? Have you lived really? on a train? Riding the rails. Have you lived on a train? Then you, yeah. I need more. I need uh, forensic files, railroad edition. The, well, <laughs> the the people are asking for a watch party of us doing for uh, oh, watching forensic okay. files. So you know, you maybe did, we can. The off season's coming. Yeah, it could be a bonus uh, Patreon episode as well. Uh, just did the Lenny Dykstra behind the scenes episode. That one was a lot of fun. Oh Jesus! Um, did you use forensics? <laughs> No, Did you use no. I mean, Lenny may have been uh, convicted due to forensics, uh, so he's probably not a huge fan of forensics. I don't think Lenny was using forensics uh, to, to, to for his accusations of Charlie Sheen either. <laughs> Ron Darling, who by the way, I don't know, Charlie Sheen made the list. Hopefully, Lenny hmm. didn't uh, didn't trip trip down uh, to the <laughs> island with him. All right, uh, we got a lot of college basketball to get to. Uh, before we do that, of course, shout out to Little C's. Love me some Little Caesars. Little Caesars, of course, the official pizza sponsor of the National Football oh, League. The fuck. Oh, that's looking fly. Uh, I'm I'm looking like Colby over here. Uh, <laughs> little Caesars, <laughs> love some delicious Little Caesars. I, I cannot wait till uh, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, we're we're only Ryan a week, a uh, week plus out of Super Wild Card Weekend. Do you imagine how much Little Caesars you can eat with six standalone primetime NFL playoff games? Of course, you can order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs. Plus, all day Sunday, you can get it delivered or in-store pizza portal pickup. Just get some of that pretzely crust. I mean, pizza's already awesome. Pretzels already awesome. Pepperoni already awesome. The ultimate trifecta. Little Caesars, pizza, pizza. Uh, uh, add a forensic files in there, and then you get the ultimate. Uh, oh, perfect pairing! Oh my god! 
Got too many things. To Ryan's do going nuts over here. Uh, YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Get involved. What's happening? Terrell's in the chat. Uh, Trevor's in the chat saying fade UCLA. What do we got? What games were we breaking down, Kramer? Uh, a lot of them. Colby, uh, Colby told us. Uh, I, I want to. Colby, is this a direct quote? This is the best slate. I think he came over. He's like, there's 45 good games on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I look, I wanted to include. <laughs> 45. I wanted to include the Friday games uh, because I know you guys will be in beautiful Las Vegas doing the sports gambling podcast show on Visa and check it out, folks. Uh, but um, uh, UConn is at Butler. You also have what Illinois at Purdue on Friday. If you want a deeper dive on that, check out the college basketball experience. Another plug, Sean. He just <laughs> he, he also con- he also plugged the Visa show. He's just a plug machine right now. Every everything but the actual show we're working on. Colby's a huge fan. Well, of. yeah, you want the better games because we're doing uh, Colby's. Uh, th- so this is well, C- Kramer. The problem is our our show's gotten too mainstream. Uh, too uh, mainstream. Sports gaming <laughs> podcast. Too too popular. Too many. Subscribers. Ah, so, some would say it, th- this current show is the Mission Impossible Eight. You oh, know what no. I mean? Oh wow! Wow! I, I watch Mission Impossible. I still don't understand your critiques of that Mission Impossible. I feel like you could apply to a lot of the other Mission Impossible. You know what movie no, franchise? No. <laughs> you know what movie franchise didn't create an eighth movie? Most of the shitty ones out there. That's which mm. ones? Yep. Mm, oh, right. Mm. I feel like you might be um, making fun of uh, Fast and Furious, which is what a great action no, movie no, franchise. No, definitely mm. not. They also have gotten eight. Now that I think about I'm it, Kramer does does remind me of Jar Jar Binks. Uh, listen, you you, you can only make eight movies if you if you're successful. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's a positive. All right. I mean, yeah. No, I mean to be an action franchise and get to eight, it means your shit's good. And you realized at some point along the way that Wait. the movie you yeah, start. Yeah, why didn't they make a Rambo eight, Colby? Yeah. No interest. That's uh, true. I think that's. I think they're on seven. I think eight's coming. Uh, All right, but uh, uh, Police Academy. So Police Academy's getting getting the the credit there. Anaconda, I feel like, is on what five or six. No, they Police not Academy eight. does not have eight. Yeah, they do, right? No, they have eight. Prove they it. just Fuck. stopped numbering them. They just stopped numbering them. They just started doing mission to Moscow and all this, this other crazy stuff. This is the best twist of Colby that he's like a, a movie snob. He's a movie Dude, and the last snob. Mission Impossible was shit. The one before was good. The one I before was good. I'm not counting the Rambo animated series. The Rambo's only up to five. Yeah. Last yeah. Blood. I mean, that's got to be the last one. <laughs> I assume no. he dies again. What are you talking about? No, no, the, the second Rambo is called uh, what? First Blood Part Two, which is hilarious. They never make sense, right? All right. Um, any other movie takes to offload? Either of you? Uh, the bottom line bombs. Ep- I'm sorry. The uh, the uh, the weekend bombs. The weekend bombs episodes coming up. Me and CJ do a deep dive on movies. So uh, yeah. Is this an infomercial or is this a college basketball episode, Kramer? What's going on? I need to see him drive the boat over, drive the the flex seal uh, screen door boat over the lake, Colby. Yeah, we need a we need a we need a like um we need to get to the meme where it's the flex seal guy slamming the tape on, but the leak is our our bad picks last week and Colby just slapping on insane amount of plugs. Uh, to patch it up. Uh, I listen to a lot of mixtapes. I know how to. I know how to do that shit. Who is the uh, the coked up guy selling product? Oh, Why? Billy oh, Mays. Uh, God yeah. rest his soul. Yeah. Oh yeah. We all thought that energy was natural. What a naive time we were living in. Yeah, I mean the whole industry <laughs> would would be better off if he was still alive. It feels like they cratered after uh, now the Flex Seal guys on top of the world. All right, let's uh, talk. 
Go ahead. Oh. He does look pretty badass in the flex seal boat. <laughs> Sorry, Colby. Can, one more plug. We need it. We need to. Uh, we need to combine. The flex seal guy needs a crossover episode with forensic files. Um, maybe like they could sponsor an episode of forensic files. Like he took her on a boat trip, a boat trip that would be her last on the flex seal boat. Uh, it would just be uh, the crossover episodes there. Oh man. It was the flex seal guy. That's how they yeah. caught him. <laughs> there were so many holes in the boat. There was no, it never leaked. There was nowhere for his DNA to leak out of <laughs> product was too. It's just a big infomercial for, and he's good with it. Cause it's selling more product. So he goes to jail for a little bit. He collects some checks. All right. Saturday morning basketball, Sean, which means we're going to have to curate our own Friday night action mm. while we're out in Vegas, getting some paper tickets. Who can forget last week when I dominated with the Sa- San Diego state money line over Gonzaga that you, you two idiots were uh, too elite to take the public school, Mississippi state. Now we head to Saturday, Columbia, Columbia, two South Carolina in that episode, Columbia, South Carolina. You two are uh, Utah turning, and Syracuse. You two are turning into some excellent <laughs> uh, top shelf touts. Mississippi State, which, by the way, Sean uh, Colby included the records hmm. in the uh, the old sheet. Now I like that. So if you are a sheet uh, a, a sheet lurker, no animals in here now watching, but you now have the record. South Carolina, the Cox, they're twelve and one. They're taking on Mississippi State, eleven and two. Nice little SEC. Matchup SEC pivoting nicely into a basketball conference this year, Colby. Mississippi State minus one here on the road. These are pick Dundee originated numbers, not real in the wild yet. So forgive him if he makes some mistakes. Don't take to social media and try to slander him. Tell him he should wait till March to start making picks. <laughs> Mississippi State. Um, yeah, Colby, what, what are we thinking here? Uh, Lamont Paris and South Carolina have been a great story. And uh, I know Tulu Smith is back from Mississippi state. This is a guy that was very good a year ago. He had missed uh, a lot of the season. That's a big get back for uh, the bulldogs, but I'm just buying into the energy around this South Carolina program. I thought they did a great job. You know, it's funny a year ago, they had Gigi Jackson. They couldn't get anything figured out. Uh, even though he was a stud and uh, this year he, you know, Lamont Paris hit the portal, brought out a bunch of mid-major vets and it's paying off for him. I'm going to continue to ride these Gamecocks as they uh, are eight. No at home. Let's make it nine and no at home. Uh, they're a veteran team. They shoot the three. Well, let's go. Did I just hear Colby say he's going to ride these cocks? <laughs> Pretty sure he said Long he's going to ride these cocks. cocks. That was a he made a mistake there. You know, I share Colby's passion for the cocks. Maybe it was a plug. Maybe so there was. I a- mean, hey, Colby, whatever the cocks and you do at home, that's uh, between you and the cocks. But it's 2024, Sean. I I I think he's uh, you know South Carolina at home has been a, has been a bucket. I mean, they haven't lost a game. Mississippi State does bring some good defense, and you know it is conference play. Um, this should be a banger of a game, but how do you not take the home team here? Cause you want to get frisky and uh, I want to get frisky, but uh, are you really Mississippi state? They lost to Georgia tech on the road. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, again, Mississippi state's a good program as well. It, it, this should be a good game, but I, I still think you just got to go home team. here. I want to live and die with every offensive possession of this Mississippi state team as they Show me how they have no clue how to run a, a, a nice offensive attack. Uh, yeah, I think my scouting report on South Carolina is they are an electric team when the three-point ball is falling, and Mississippi State's one of the best team in the teams in the nation defending the three-point line. So to me, that gives me grave concern to want to ride South Carolina here. I think they do need it 
I'm gonna. I like Colby's energy and his uh, angle, but when he starts with a coach handicap, Sean, mm. you gotta watch out. Danger. That's what he said about George Mason, uh, LaSalle. But uh, uh, fair. Um, these are fair. These are fair comebacks at me. But I uh, give me the. I I'm, I would much rather spend my time riding on a bulldog than a cock. So I'm gonna <laughs> take Mississippi concerned, State. Not at all concerned about the uh, the you know the the fact that Mississippi State can't shoot. No, that's what I just said. I. The, there's nothing more. No, but on the road, it gets even better. It, there's nothing more electric than uh, rooting for one yeah. of these athletes only team. We don't, we don't shoot. We don't play offense. We just play athletes. Uh, no, this is a uh, defense wins championships. Colby. Appreciate your follow. Yeah, but I question. mean, it's South Carolina's defense. Is it? It's not like they have a horrible defense. I get it. Mississippi state does have the better defense, but um, you look at some of their offensive rebounding percentage, some of the rebounding in general for the defense, like they should be able to hang and, and all those missed shots are going to create extra opportunities for South Carolina. So I'm with Colby here. All right. Well, you know what happens when you two agree? Yes. Winners. <sighs> Marquette heads to Newark, New Jersey, take on Seton hall. And by the way, if you've never been to Newark this time of year, it's beautiful. <laughs> Seton hall catching six and a half at home. Nice win uh, for Seton hall. Last time thought, we covered. Thought them. you took. Thought you took Providence. Oh, <clears throat> I did. I did. I was a Providence guy. I this. I just had to motivate the uh, Jersey legends to to get up. Really, a return to prominence for the state of New Jersey lately. Between Tommy DeVito, this Seton Hall program. Tommy DeVito's still Ru- alive. Rutgers. Is he still alive? We uh, unconfirmed. We'll see this weekend. Right. Remember when you thought you had a franchise quarterback in Tommy DeVito? Uh, actually, go check the tape. I was never on it. I thought they should go back to Tyrod immediately. But yeah, very fun to have an Italian American be good at sports. And now they're not going to be good at sports again. Colby? Seton Hall? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Seton Hall, great win uh, on the road there at the dunk. And uh, now they come home and take on a Marquette team that is what? Top 100 uh, offensive rating and defensive rating. That's always, uh, you know, that's rare, I feel like. But. Um, yeah, I, I I I think Shaka Smart is in a great spot to catch them. When you have a win, many what was it? I think they're the only team in the past two years to win at Providence. Uh, so that's a huge win. And you come home, letdown spot. Even though they are top ten, I think yeah, Marquette. I think, I think it could be a letdown spot, but also the Seton Hall team is a frisky, is a pretty frisky dog, especially here at home. I think they match up okay with them. And you want to talk about. You know, mutual opponents. I don't know how much you factor that in, but Marquette did lose to Providence in Providence. They lost by 15. They also lost to Wisconsin on the road. Um, they did beat Illinois on the road. That was a nice win for them. But you know, you're losing to Wisconsin. Um, Seton Hall, I think, is going to be a tough out at home. I think six and a half is a hair too high. I, I kind of like the dog here. Am I crazy? Uh, no, I think it's, I think that number, I mean, I'm, I was, Guessing oh. that number in a way on the the home court there. I, I had it at five. I put it at six and a half because of the home the home court. But uh, either Wait, way, it's I think in Newark I think, though. Well, you know what I mean. Like you're, it's a you're road game for yeah yeah. You're removing home edge from Seton Hall is what you're saying. I know. Well, no. I gave them a because that that's going to be a Seton Hall crowd, man. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You went from five to six and a half the other way though. So should this be five? What are you what are you talking about here? You made the you said you made the spread bigger because Seton Hall's at home. Yes. That's part of yes, I Seton Hall's getting more points because they're at home. 
Well, I yeah, I'm confused. Sean, are you here with me? Colby's confusing me. He's saying that the lit environment in Seton Hall makes the spread bigger. Yes. Uh he said it, it's Marquette's sounded, favorite. On yes, the road. it was originally gonna be Marquette minus five. So, it's Marquette minus six and a half. Yeah, you're backwards though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, I fucked this up. So yeah. wait, it should be it should yeah, be three should, and a half then. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Three and a half's crazy. That's crazy. Right, live so movement. let's meet in the I'm middle. Bit, let's say it's five. It's early in the just morning. Let's coffee. say five. We're saying five. Yeah. We're saying five. Marquette's laying five. I still like Seton Hall as a home dog. I like Marquette. I think uh, you're the letdown spot guy. Big win on the road. You look at Marquette's schedule. They have been battle tested. They've had some tough road spots. <laughs> And so yeah, I would lay the I would lay the number here before I took it. I would lay it at six and a half for those. Asks. Yeah, I was going to lay, lay it at right. three and a half. You know what? I was going to lay it at six and a half. My model has this at six, so I'm actually going to take Marquette here minus Ooh. five. And if if it goes up to seven, you'll take it back yeah. the other way for a middle. Stay tuned to my wow. uh, other. <laughs> stay tuned to my uh, Sean Dundee show, um, streaming everywhere. So check that out. Uh, isn't sh- what's I have sh- a guy on this a sidekick moneyline Mark and this dude. Um, <laughs> Noah C. Uh, we got a cool crew. Uh, you guys also a country band? <laughs> Prick Dundee is my nickname. <laughs> Prick oh, Dundee. Prick Dundee needs to happen. Prick Dundee needs to happen. He's one of those guys who will I, get penetration. I, I'm just I'm visualizing this right now, but I'd imagine this is like uh, it's like Pick Dundee, but riding on cocks. Hmm. Prick Dundee. Yeah. Nor he's just a real dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, both things can be true, metaphorically and physically speaking. North Carolina. They're heading to Clemson. Nice little ACC battle here, Colby. What will we do with all these great basketball matchups when the ACC is gone? Uh, and man, they're really jamming a lot of good games early in the morning. Clemson laying a point here, according to Pick Prick Dundee. Maybe Prick Dundee <laughs> is just the odds maker. Prick Dundee minus one. Uh, I I I I think I said this last time we were watching North Carolina in the office, but I continue to watch North Carolina. And I don't know if it's just like I'm predisposed to thinking that North Carolina should be better, but I, I find myself thinking this team is not that good. Uh, they've basically lost all the big tests, with the exception of Tennessee, with the exception of Tennessee, and, and Pitt, and Pitt. Well, we're calling Pitt a good test on the I mean, road. tournament tournament team a year ago. Yeah, you know I can't. So no, I this mean, Pitt thirteen team. point road win. And now you have Clemson, who you know again they seem to be resembling a good team, although they just dropped a game that we thought they might drop to Miami. Although I think I picked them because I was getting mm, in my own head mm, about this fucking Clemson mm. team that I hate, but they're good. This team they disposed of the whores of Radford like I've never seen before. Ninety three fifty eight. I mean Clemson coming off a loss um, feels like Clemson. it feels like a decent spot for them, right? I mean Colby, what are you doing here? I I think you got to take Clemson at home. Clemson is a, I mean, actually both these teams are kind of veteran teams, but I do expect this to be lit. That's something to, that we should highlight here is students still aren't back. So certain environments might mm. not be as lit as traditionally, but I think Clemson, what else are you going to do in Clemson? South Carolina? You're going to show up to a, to a top 25 matchup here. Yeah. And a top a 10 opponent. Game. Yeah. So I, I do think Clemson, the fact they're a veteran team and uh, the fact they just lost to Miami. I think they bounce back. I actually think they've played better thus, thus far this season. If you've watched both closely. I think Clemson has been the better basketball team than North Carolina this year. Now, obviously oh. uh, North Carolina has got the, the higher recruited team there, but you know, 
I, I just I got I gotta take the experience of Clemson in the spot. I mean, Clemson's almost hitting forty percent from behind the arc, and you look at the UNC three point defense, not not anything to write home about. I think they hit some of these shots at home. This game could get away from uh, North Carolina, so yeah, I, I like Clemson a lot here. I'm gonna be really pissed if I would I choose to get on the Clemson bandwagon when they start to suck. But it, the the what I was leading off with was basically I wanted Clemson to suck. They don't suck. Yeah, North Carolina. They I was told they're gonna be very good, and I every time I watch them, they they leave me with uh, wanting more. So yeah, I guess I'll be on Clemson. This is horrible. I hate Clemson. <laughs> the Clemson coach too. He just looks like a I don't know. What do you call him, Colby? A dweeb? <laughs> no. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I use the term dweeb a lot. Dweeb a lot. Uh, that, munch, that would fit. That is. would fit. Yes, butt munch is more 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 a uh, prick Dundee. Uh, Moneyline Mac also pointed out it's a brutal stretch for Carolina. They got three road games, and this is this is a sandwich spot for them. Second game of three straight road games. This is just—I think this is a scheduled loss for UNC. All right, give the Discord another one. Look, look at that back-to-back pick: Seton Hall and North Carolina. Those are quality squads. You'll be on Discord. Good luck. <laughs> Kentucky heads to Florida. Gainesville, nine thirty on the West Coast. Florida laying a point and a half. So, um, when does Coach Cal? Like when when is the end for Coach Cal? I feel like we have to start that conversation now. How old is he? He's got time. Uh, is this his last coach coaching job? You think? No, no, he'll be somewhere else. He's he's got he's got years. What is he? How he's old been is coaching. He? He's uh, let's see. He I mean a long time, dude. Sixty four years old. He's got another decade. Right. All right, so uh, the big spot for them, I would imagine. Guy, this is one of those. If you're if you're really a basketball school, like you try to tell everyone, you gotta you gotta get this dub. Yeah, I mean, Florida's off to this is Todd Golden has been uh, surprising. They but they're better than what they sh- I thought they would be coming into this season. So they're sitting there at ten and three, an opportunity to get a huge win. I still just don't trust it. I don't trust them all the way. And I, I just got to go with Kentucky based off the fact that this Kentucky team, even though, you know, uh, last year's team was definitely probably the more talented Kentucky team. This Kentucky team uh, is playing better. They're playing more as a unit. They're more cohesive. Um, and that is all the reason for me. Florida still got to prove it to me in the Todd golden era that they can win a, a, you know, a big time matchup. So I know it's a hostile environment. I know Kentucky's young. I'm trusting the talent over the system that that Golden runs with Florida. Give me the uh, Big Blue Nation. I mean, Kentucky is a dog. I think I'm going to be on a, a lot, even in uh, conference play on the road. Their offense is just uh, pretty damn good. I I don't know how you can slow down this <laughs> slow down this Kentucky offense. Adjusted efficiency. They're eighth in the nation. Don't turn the ball over. Effective field goal percentage. Second in the nation in threes. Hit their free throws. Like they they got a lot going for them. Uh, maybe Florida gets up for this, but I I just think they're outclassed. I think Kentucky rolls here. Kramer, you gonna make it a trifecta? Uh, this golden cat. He, he I shouldn't have uh, I should have waited to use uh, butt muncher dweeb to describe him because boy. <laughs> If Calipari, I mean, just from a from an ego standpoint, a guy like Calipari should not be losing uh, to a guy like Golden. I, I mean, again, like this, 
at what point is Calipari? Are we going to be like, all right, no, th- this this is your year. It does seem like he's on a path where maybe maybe he can shut people up for a little bit. You know, the football coach was one foot out the door. Maybe he's back to being the top coach on campus. Got to win this one though, so I'll, I'll take Kentucky. Uh, and and this starts a insane stretch of conference play for them. So. Uh, got to get off on the good foot and got to get Florida early. I do think Florida is one of those teams that if, if things go right, they'll be much better in, in, in a month from now than they are. Yeah, right normally Kentucky is a team that peaks late, um, but I don't know. They're looking pretty good early. Uh, you know, they're ahead of schedule. They're ahead what, of schedule. Where where was uh, Golden the coach ahead? Of, was he the Don's? San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Right. Was it San Francisco. They yeah. played. They kept a good program. Played good ball. They were competitive. Aveda in the chat. Shout out to Aveda, legend. Uh, she's going to that game. The Florida game. Yeah. Look oh out. boy. No, ca- I didn't stay, I didn't factor that in my hand. Stay handicap. Sa- stay safe down there, Aveta. I know the swamp can be wild. Chomp, chomp. Yeah, especially when those uh, filthy bourbon those Kentucky fans are in town. Uh, this is a big rivalry. I think if you're from the area, this is a this one means more. Colby will tell you. All right, let's head up north. Uh I, lo- I just love seeing Bryn Mar in the uh in the in the sheet right here. Ten AM on the West Coast. Villanova. Funny we're picking them again. Well, they got St. John's coming to town. Patino, Ooh. he he's uh he's colonizing the area, Sean. So uh the private school pussies of Philadelphia have to keep their head on a swivel because uh the New York family's back. Both teams ten and four. Villanova projected to be a four point favorite by Prick Dundee. I can't imagine this is a, a, a environment you circle as being lit with the students not back yet from break. I don't know. I think they have a lot of fans that perhaps aren't students there, right, Sean? Oh. Yeah, I think they. I think they uh, do pretty well locally. They're probably supporting Drexel this year, right? No, no. I think. I mean, Villanova's <laughs> really. It, there's not a. You know, the students. I, I think to Colby's point, Villanova's probably the only Philly school that has people who didn't go to Villanova that would root for them. St. Joe's. I mean, they beat Villanova this year. That's true. Top I mean, Villanova. Villanova is weird. Like they've had some. Uh, bad letdown spots, and I was gonna say they're coming off a loss, but they did beat Xavier. Now, granted, they didn't cover the spread. Um, they've won four in a row. I mean, they're a tough out at home, but St. John's. I don't know. This. I, I feel like you need a couple more for St. John's. I just texted you guys something that I think is uh, important regarding our handicap. If you if you look at where the stadium is, it is not far <laughs> from uh, Manella's Diner, I believe it's called. Um, that means I. That, that's He's actually one why. of those guys who yeah. will get penetration. <laughs> we should we should call uh, Manella's Diner and just be like, hey, please, whatever you do, if you see Rick Patino, can you send us a text? Yeah, just put a picture, single picture. Uh, what's that picture <laughs> worth? <laughs> More or less than uh, a Lenny Dykstra. Feed. Yes, uh, I'll I'll go Villanova. I, I think this number's a hair short. They're a tough out at home. Although St. John's, I, I don't know it. A little frisky. What are you guys doing? I enjoyed your your authentic handicap of uh, Villanova there. Uh, yeah, Colby. What, I mean, you're not you're you're going back to the Nova. Well, they do seem like they're starting to overcome some stuff. No, I'm actually taking Rick Patino because he's turned a corner. That I actually think the the close diner gives him uh gives some extra juju essentially. Uh, so I think he's going to take, especially with Justin Moore's uncertainty. If Moore plays, maybe. Maybe uh, you know I would reconsider, but I need to know that definitively. Uh, so, no, oh, Rick Patino is about to win the national championship. Let's go! It's like Rick Patino. You're on. You're on Patino. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, uh, Rick Patino. 
Not surprising that you wouldn't it's, be on Patino. Come on, it's Rick Patino. Philly's not the strangest Kyle thing Neptune about Neptune against Rick Patino. Philly's an underdog city. Why are they rooting for this private school? Very confusing. Double standard here. Give me Rick Patino. Mm. St. Yeah. John's is good offensive rebounding. I mean, I think they're going to be a good team in the uh, in the tourney. I think they're going to, uh, you know, Patino is turning them around. So oh, I, I see the case, but I'm, I'm staying strong with Villanova in New York. Um, all right. And boy, let's not forget Rick Patino did his time. What was he coaching in Greece? T- tough life over there, uh, head coach in basketball league in Greece. Oh, best uh, Greeks are uh, best diners in the world. They, <laughs> they oh, do, they, wait, do they actually have diners in in Greece, or is that just once they move to America then well, they start the, the confusing diners. part? Yeah. Those are the whorehouses in Greece. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, diners aren't actually for food. Well, in Greece. see, that's that's why that's why Patino was confused in the beginning. I thought this was a whorehouse. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought apple pie was code for something. My bad. It's crazy to have on record how long it took you to come. Like it's a matter of public record. <laughs> and his wife's still with him. That's yeah. I mean, it you know, it's uh it reminds me of the time that uh, Lawrence Taylor's wife said, "What's he supposed to do? Card the bitch?" Uh, in response to LT alleged uh, being with an underage prostitute. So some some women just love their man. Hmm. Auburn heads to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on. Arkansas and the must bus, uh, Sean, the fans of Arkansas always love when you uh, give them a strong Lucy. Uh, all right, we'll Woo-pig. stop. <laughs> uh, 11 a.m. on the Woo-pig. West Coast. <laughs> Bruce Pearl, <laughs> Musburg. I mean, the must bus versus uh, Bruce Pearl is an all-time electric coach energy matchup. Minus four and a half on the road for Auburn here. I got to be honest, uh, this is juices have to be high when uh, when Bruce Pearl's in the building and you're uh, you're. Mo- I, I don't know what to think about this matchup. I, I've kind of uh, I'm starting to become an Auburn fan, unfortunately, um, and it makes me feel like I should take them on the road here. Colby, talk me out of it. Well, uh, Eric Musselman, what happens in the new year every year after he gets 10 transfers on a 14 man roster, they normally start to get their shit together. And that is why I think Arkansas is the player. This stadium's hard to, to go into and win too. I mean, how many Bobby Petrino might be there. He was at the, the, the last, the last game, uh, the last big game against Duke. So you get road rash face there with the, with a bunch of screaming maniacs and uh, the chance of Eric Musselman taking his shirt off goes up. So give me the uh, the 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 home dog here all day. Let's go. That'd be, that'd be a funny story if uh, Petrino gets into another situation where he wrecks a car, a motorcycle with a sidecar, <laughs> but this time uh, Muscleman's in the sidecar with Ooh, him shirtless. That's a great. <laughs> that's an electric. I mean, the fan art of Petrino and Muscleman really have uh, no bounds. Uh, my the only thing I have here is that in the only other road game they've played this year, they lost to App State. So Auburn first conference road game, first this real feels like road the perfect test. time to fade them, right? A little bit fraudulent Auburn. Yeah, and Arkansas yeah. is coming together as a team. I think more and more with each given week. Kind of with Colby here, uh, I do think Auburn's a very good team, though, and I do think they're going to be a team that that's going to be like you're going to need to reckon with this team come March. But yeah, this just feels like first true road spot. Fade him. App State's I'm not a bad right. team. They did lose to App State. App State's not a bad team this year, and, and Colby would probably t- uh, take some disrespect in us saying so. But certainly, the real the real test is here. And, no, and we'll, we'll Arkansas is going to get up for this game massively. So smash Arkansas. Yeah, and, it, and for those who are too live, uh, live pig. Yeah, uh, just 
we we really do need to isolate all the the various forms of you uh, being Ooh, in Arkansas. Pig. Uh, Sean does love bacon. Virginia love heads to Raleigh, North Carolina, where NC State is laying two against the Fighting Wahoos. Still haven't quite figured out what a Wahoo is. It's the fastest fish in the water. Mm, I don't think that's what they're referring to. Kramer tried to get cute and uh, take Louisville. Who <laughs> against the? You mean Louisville? Lovo against uh, against Virginia. Virginia put it cute. on them. Look, N- NC State's a terrible institution. No one that's oh. you know here. I here we took them the other night, and they they should have lost the game outright. They just are failures at everything in life, and uh, you know Virginia's going to put it on them because just they're a better team. They have better culture, and NC State always shits the bed in big moments. So this is a big moment, a chance to beat a Virginia team that won the national championship a few years ago. They are eleven and three, and what are they going to do? They're going to collapse like they always do. Uh, so Philip Rivers have another child and uh, <laughs> sit back and watch the Wahoos dominate your pussy little wolf pack. Whoa, All right, wow. I, there's a lot to unpack here. This Call felt me, I emotional. Don't, this, this feels like some biased handicap. It does. I think, I think he hates NC State. He regrets and hates himself for taking NC State last time out. Yeah, that's what this is about. He's he watched the tape and he's embarrassed and he wants to make sure he never makes that mistake again. Defense travels. Virginia has a very good defense, and I think they can clamp down on the NC State offense on the road. I mean, oof. Yeah, three point, they, two point free throw. They're not really good at anything offensively. They got that pack line defense, and they're taking on this team they call the Wolf Pack with some little shitty little dog there on the sidelines trying oh, to wow. trying to fake it as a wolf. Fuck out of here! I right? think NC State's going to struggle to score. I think UVA. I'm with Colby now. Granted, his blind hatred may taint this handicap, but I think UVA is the play here. Oh, come on. You got to handicap the handicapper here. And that was a handicapped pick by Colby. <laughs> NC State, easy. Like the second he started talking, I realized, oh, this is easy. I don't have to worry about it. Fade UVA. Bring up the uh, handicapper parking uh, placard for those who have, may have we, missed it on the NFL pick show. All right. right but sorry. I, this, I think the only way I can do it is cover Colby. Oh, perfect. It perfectly covers <laughs> Colby's face. <laughs> no, let's just do this next uh, right. Let's do the next game with uh, the placard covering All right. Heading to Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> YouTube.com slash sports game. Where, where Bill Self in Kansas, 12 and 1 on the year, take on. TCU, uh, Mr. Uh, I mean, this. I'll just. I don't want to uh, take uh, Colby's opportunity to to handicap the coaches here. But Kansas laying eight and a half. I I think there's this is an obvious spot. Uh, Colby, take it away. What's the handicap, Mr. Handicapper? Uh, the handicap is that Jamie Dixon has actually given the University of Kansas and Bill Self uh, some fits over the years. So uh, as much as I. Think last year's TCU team is a lot better than this year's t- TCU team, and their TCU still is four and twenty-five against the Jayhawks since nineteen fifty-two. Yeah. However, however, I mean they've given them, they've won what two out of the last five, and even the losses were very close games with questionable calls. Uh, if you remember the one from last season, uh, I believe in February where Kansas escaped sixty-three fifty-eight on a questionable call there. Um, and then you go back to uh, what the year prior, uh, Kansas is they, they split, but Kansas got to win 72 68. They've been close games. Uh, so I'm going to continue to ride that trend. Give me TCU and the points. 
Yeah, I don't know. This is it's the points maybe a hair high, but I still think you got to take Kansas. I mean, we're Kansas at home in December. This is or sorry, not December, January. Even like non-March madness, Kansas regular season at home, they're dominant. They're dominant straight up. They're dominant against the spread. I mean, yo, nice win against UConn at home. I, I, I'm with I hear Colby out of saying TCU's been frisky against them, but K Kansas at home all day. Remind me, Colby. Uh, Pittsburgh ran Jamie Dixon out of town. Why? No, he left because TCU's his alma mater. Yeah, got it. So yeah, I just thinking about how Pittsburgh. uh, Jamie Dixon is the all time. Like he need like find a way to get this man. I know he's he's clearly got uh, his slick back uh, hairstyle from a different part of the country, but get this man on the on the East back in the Big East. And 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 Kramer, come park in the handicap section. <laughs> Kramer, what are you play. doing here? I mean, you know? I know it's I know it's back it up. Park I know your section. Uh, I know no, you, I'm, you I'm don't with like. Colby. Oh, I'm you're going. You're going dog. Yeah. Oh, you're crazy. No, he's right. Uh, and Jamie Dixon is a man that I originally would just completely despised. Mm. But now that he's out of a good conference and he's into a, a, a subpar basketball conference, he's able to to thrive, and he's doing a good job. And top dog in this conference is Kansas. People dog. come after me. I, sorry, I got distracted. I, I I don't know if this is true, but uh, there's accusations that OJ Simpson donate donates to <laughs> NC State. I might have to consider t- uh, changing my pick. Uh, may- maybe um, maybe OJ can do some live streaming and let us know what's up. Sean, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I was not- waiting for Colby to oh. look like he was going to add something. Oh, I was going to say fr- a friend of the program, OJ Simpson. Appreciate that. He donated <laughs> some some uh, he donated some money to the uh, College Experience uh, YouTube page uh, last night, and we can appreciate that. Very generous uh, man. Well, where did his son transfer? Where- He's still he's still rocking at Colorado. KJ okay. Simpson, uh, nice. yeah, he's doing he's That's doing. Right. A, he, you know, yeah. Dion Dion understands how to keep things. Prime. Going. Hey, have you guys signed up over at Underdog Fantasy? If not, what are you waiting for? Uh, active in a ton of states, you can get down on their college basketball pick 'em. Love this thing. Uh, you can you can put together some plays. You get some spicy plays in there. You can get all the way up to. I got something for you. Hundred dollars. Uh, and speaking of a hundred dollars. Or sorry, 100x uh, promo code SGPN get the 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Colby, what do we like tonight? Got uh, Penn no, State, Michigan State. Yeah. Noah Phoenix doing great work on the articles. Check out sportsgalingpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, Doug McDaniel, his boy for the University of Michigan, uh, you know they're taking on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota, a little bit of fool's gold. Uh, so McDaniel's played seven power five teams and he's got over 17 points in four of those seven games. But this time I think Michigan's in a desperate spot. They've lost two in a row. So I think he gets higher than 17 points tonight. And also okay. let's go, let's go to Gonzaga. They've lost a couple in a row. Ooh, Kramer yeah. was just touting San Diego state's win against uh, get, get you know, right Gonzaga. spot against Pepperdine. Yes, Graham Ek higher than fifteen and a half points. This guy has kind of been killing it, uh, really, since he's gotten more and more healthy. Uh, with the exception of the UConn game, he has just kind of been killing it, uh, game in, game out against San Diego State. He went for twenty and ten. Uh, the game prior against Jackson State, he did twenty two and eleven. Uh, so I like the higher on both of them. Let's go. Okay, so Doug McDaniel higher seventeen and a half points. Graham Ek. Higher fifteen and a half points. Crazy. Doug really spells his name D U G. 
Yes, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> he's named kind after? of a legend. Is that some, is that some hippie thing? What am I missing? No, here? it's a forensic files. He, <laughs> okay. He's named after the place his dad. Uh, put, no. <laughs> Underdog fantasy promo code SGPN get the hundred percent deposit match and uh, that uh, two entry pick him pays uh, plus three hundred. So hopefully that hits. Let's go, baby. Uh, that is an interesting one though. You you have to you his whole life he's had to explain yeah. to people. Doug like the thing you do in the dirt. <laughs> oh, okay. Another, another, another good angle about uh, Doug and the chat's talking about this right now is there has been speculation that he is academically ineligible after the semester, which is in two games. Oh. The new semester starts, so even more of a reason <laughs> to, to jump can. on that. To jump on that. How can these? How can these so guys? Silly. So silly. Yeah. How can you? How can you become academically ineligible? Like they do your homework for you. Yeah. At Penn State, they had a place where all the football players would go, and the they would just sit there, and then the uh, tutors would type on the computer, and they would just yeah. sit next to them. Yeah, or you could just ask Connor Stallions, who wrote a five hundred page page manifesto about how he's going to be the next Michigan head coach. I'm sure he would do your work for you. Do you remember the uh, the scandal that came? Like, can you imagine if the North Carolina scandal that came out like twenty years ago or whenever it was, fifteen years ago, about how these guys couldn't read when they finished college? If that came out today, oh my God! Yeah, an institution that holds them so so high and mighty. All these, all these Big Ten institutes, all these kids not being able to read. Yeah, it's it's pretty embarrassing. My my theory on that has always been: if ineligibility due to academics is because the team doesn't want that, like, is related to like punishment more than anything. Because you have to be beyond stupid to not be eligible to play college sports nowadays with the classes they offer. Come on. Yeah. Well, I went to college with some fuck with some really fucking stupid people who were able to maintain a high enough GPA to play sports. So pretty embarrassing stuff. Uh no no offense, but clearly they're not trying. Providence. Oh, why you wait, put- did you I we gotta <laughs> we're right. talking about Zion. Uh did you see that Zion Williamson, his class list? You just crowbarring in some Zion talk. I like that. No, but it was uh it came out. It was like uh <laughs> Oh, what he was taking at the high pres- the, the high and mighty institution uh, named Duke. Yeah, they were I mean, I I'm I'm trying to find the list, but they were hilarious classes. It was like uh I don't know, like the the, be- the number one thing that gets fixed when, when human the- sexuality <laughs> like you know, uh it probably was geology, probably some uh some yeah. some a, low- a little home ec. rocks for jocks. Uh I just Oh, so sorry. History of hip hop, sexual pleasures of the modern world. Um, <laughs> this is so good. History of hip hop given to taught by Duke. The theater today, the Disney version. <laughs> History of hip hop at Duke is one of those like, how can we be better white people? Yes. <laughs> like that, that that started with some sort of forum where someone asked someone asked the question, how can we be better? We need hip hop. This Just is what picture- Duke needs. I just picture some guy with a bow tie. Oh, now we get to Ron DMC. Some Orville Redenbacher <laughs> motherfucker Listen. talking about uh, break beats. I work. I worked for Disney. The things that we would see that were like clear reactions is just like we need to do better. It's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, uh, Duke maybe shouldn't shouldn't uh, be offering. Uh, well, maybe they should be offering a class so Zion can take it. I mean, I think the more uh, ridiculous aspect is that you're trying to make these kids that are generating millions of dollars for your university the same classes as fucking uh, 
Joe, Tom, and Dick are going to be pumping gas when they're done with your fucking degree. Mike, Michael uh, uh, in the chat saying, "What's the final for sexual pleasures?" I assume. <laughs> I assume it's how Zion got introduced to his, uh, uh, his yeah, professional sorry. lady friends. Sorry, I finished my exam uh, too quickly. I <laughs> going to need to retake. <laughs> Can I get a makeup exam on that one? <laughs> and I know Clark's talking about uh, it's taught by little uh, ninth ninth wonder of of the group little brother, but I think he was at Harvard when Zion was there because he was teaching at Harvard. So oh, okay. uh, you know, back then it was uh, back then it was fucking well, that, Mark Allery. That's what they do now. They'll syndicate these types of classes too. So like that class can be taught at mo- like these universities will partner with each other. Anyway, um, private school pussies, we stand strong against you. Providence, which by the way, also the Illuminati. Like you guys are so high and mighty controlling the world, and meanwhile you're teaching classes about sexual pleasures. I mean, what that that actually might might prove the Illuminati. Do they have a do, do they have a point where they just talk about and and next chapter we talk Bobby Petrino? <laughs> I just think about uh, yeah, it's like the the Ch- Chappelle joke where he's talking about the commercial teaser when they're talking about the Clinton stuff, and it's like uh, after the break. <laughs> uh, all right, Providence heads the Omaha. Nebraska, Omaha to take on Michael Crichton and the Blue Jays. Ten, uh, ten and four Crichton. Uh, they usually are a tough, a tough ask for any team here in Nebraska. Quite west for the Big East. Eight and a half points is the number. Tough news for the Friars. Bryce Hopkins, uh, season-ending knee injury. Colby, is this number? Did you factor that in when creating, this, I tr- when handicapping I- this number? I tried to, it might be even more. I was trying to oh, guess no. what they would do. Cause uh, th- so uh, obviously that news happened last night. Yeah. So um, when you plug in the, the, the number, I, it was originally Creighton minus seven. So then I was like, wait a All second, right. yeah, they're, they're half, at nine. home. And also, yeah, it might even be more. It could be 10. I don't know, but uh, something to monitor there. But yeah, I mean, how can you take Providence right now? Uh, with that news, I'm all over Michael Crichton, but it's one, it, it is one of those spots where they get up. Do they get up after a loss? Um, and, and you see this they all lost the time two in a row. Creighton's lost two in a row, I believe. Right. Uh, oh, okay. I, no, I no, talking, no, no, no. They beat Georgetown. They beat Georgetown. Yeah. You get your mask off Colby. Yeah. We're deep. Yeah. Come on. I, I, I need to, we need to get Colby a tank. Of get him some air. <laughs> Thin air is getting to him. He's got oh, the man. pens. Uh, I I was talking about uh, Providence coming off that loss to Seton Hall. Do they bounce back? We see this all the time uh, in sports where a star player goes down. Everyone realizes like, Hey, we got to do more. This is a get up spot for the Providence Friars. I don't know. On the road at Creighton is a tough spot. Yeah. This and, and Creighton lost their last home game to Villanova. It's a get right spot in front of the good people of Omaha, Nebraska. Love the Omaha steak world out there. Um, And uh, yeah, yeah it, it is. It is it tough to take Providence on the road. Yeah, second, uh, first conference road game, second true road game. They lost the first one against Oklahoma. Only the third time they played a game outside of their home confines. They're they're one and two in those games. They've only beaten Georgia, who's not quite at the same level as Creighton or Oklahoma. So yeah, this is a lock. Um, yeah, I'm going fade Providence. As well. Plus they bit me last time, so I was I'm not going back to that. Well, they they need a timeout. Miami of Florida heads to Winston Salem to take on Wake Forest. Speaking of private school pussies, Wake laying a point and a half here. Uh, listen, uh, Larinaga. I feel like uh, 
another team where I I'm I I don't want to like Miami, but I find myself liking Miami. They were good to us early in the season. They're still pretty solid. Uh, I don't quite understand the wake hype. They've also been good, but I feel like I haven't uh, watched them play good teams. They caught my Hokies uh, during a, we'll just call it a down point in the season. I saw Sean Padula tweeted out that uh, you got to keep tabs on who's got, who's in your corner when times are dead, times are rough. <laughs> That's never good for your point guard to be saying things like that publicly. Uh, yeah, so my instincts here are to fade Wake, but of course they're at home. Of course, we like we, we. I always lean the home team early in conference play. Colby, uh, Miami lost to Kentucky by eighteen on the road. Yeah, but it's Miami different than Wake Forest, though. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I mean, Wake Forest eight at home. Steve, I do believe this is Steve Forbes' best team at Wake. However, uh, you know, Miami just won without Wuga Poplar. I think he's going to play this game. If I had to guess, um, and I just buy into what Jimmy Larinag is doing there. I think you know. This team actually, they kind of play similar styles. If I, if you know, so I think it actually helps Miami even more. I think a lot of times Miami loses those games where where they're fish out of water. They have to play, you know, a, a different style than they're they're accustomed to. So, uh, I'm on the I'm on the hurricane here. I think they can go in. I, this place shouldn't be lit. They don't really get up for uh, you know. This isn't really a toxic environment to play. So, give me the hurricane. I know the the only thing that's concerning is the fact that they just beat Clemson. You know, win a huge game, but I do think these are these are contenders. Like Wake Forest is good enough this year to contend in the ACC, so uh, they should be paying attention to this game. And it's on the C Dub. You know, Jimmy Larinaga knows his, uh, that that this game is nationally televised on the C Dub. So let's go. Give me the hurricane. Does feel like the number is a bit short. How um, many students? I think Miami might be catching a few more points. How many students attend Wake Forest, graduate and undergraduate? Twenty-five thousand. Colby. No, it's something like three thousand or something. Yeah, total students eighty nine hundred. Mm. Okay, so okay. to Colby's not lit factor. Give me Miami. Ole Miss is Chris- this is this number short? I'm a, I'm with you guys. I'm on Miami, but I think this is gonna. I think oh, what do you think? Be a little higher. Okay, okay I got Wait. A, I got a three and a half. You think Wake's gonna be a bigger favorite? Yes. Oh, okay. I like that. You're predicting the direction of the spread movement. Yep. This is, this is sharp behavior. This is stuff you don't see at the surface. You got to dive well, see down. What, see what the 30, opens 40 at. meters to see what's going see on. See what this thing opens at. Ole Miss, yeah, just like viewing a current underwater. Ole Miss, Chris Beard, undefeated, head to Knoxville, Knoxville, Tennessee to take on Tennessee. Ten and three for the Vols. Vols minus twelve. Big game here. Big matchup. Uh, big number. Colby. Yeah, and I think Ole Miss can cover because they both play intense defense. So uh, I, I do expect Tennessee to, to give them their first loss, just because this place will be lit. Because all of Tennessee, uh, yeah. you know, all of Tennessee uh, thinks they went to the University of Tennessee. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think you got to take Ole Miss in the points. So Chris Beard in a rock fight, I liked taking the points, wow. even though even though I think. Tennessee probably wins by seven, eight, nine, something like that. This, I mean, this is it's. I want to take Mississippi. I get where Colby's saying, you know, you expect an ugly, grinded out game. Why would you not take twelve points? What scares me, Ryan, as a handicapped handicapper, is, uh, so many times where you see an undefeated team getting a bunch of points, it's uh, it's it's like a market sign to take the other team. If this was March. Okay. I think your your logic is more sound. I, I no, I, I I'm not I'm not saying I I'm probably going to take Mississippi here. I'm just 
I'm laying out the case oh, for how this could a little bit. Yeah. I, I, yeah, certainly. I don't think there's a ton of TMZ fans betting college basketball right now. I still think we're earlier, early enough in the year where you don't have to be too alarmed by that kind of stuff. Uh, 13 straight is the longest active win streak in the country tied mm. with two other teams. We talked about this last episode, maybe two episodes. So I'm going to give you guys a chance to, to guess those other two teams again. I'll let you go first, Colby. Can you name the teams that also have 13 game active winning streaks? Although uh, James Madison, James Madison is one of them out of the Sun Belt. They will be facing uh, on Thursday, Louisiana. I'm on Louisiana. Let's go. Load up. Bonus play. And Houston, Houston, Houston yeah. has West Virginia on deck. So uh, shout out to them. So Utah. We're all, we're all in Ole Miss. Oh yeah, well, big, big Chris Beard guys. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's a big number. It makes sense that Ole Miss isn't going to get destroyed here. I just mark as a market dynamics guy, Ryan, I'm surprised you're not concerned at all, but I, I feel good that you're not concerned. Uh, I would Clark say saying a uh, sprinkle the money line. Okay. I would say I'm not concerned because Chris Beard's the top notch coach. True. Uh, and if anything, they have the coaching edge over uh sleazy Rick Barnes, Iowa state heads the Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, to take on. Speaking of a guy who has basically died in our our eyes uh, since he left Loyola Chicago and 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 no and Sister Jean all by herself. How dare you, Porter Moser? Oklahoma though, twelve and one off to a good start. Sean minus two and a half in this spot against Iowa State. Colby, Sean, how we feeling? I mean. How uh, Porter Moser's really? I thought he might get fired this year. He's kind of turned this thing around. This team's way more athletic. He, it was like he had an epiphany. He's like, I can't keep getting these big lawn chair, you know, plumbers, <laughs> like those uh, twins from uh, yeah. Washington. Where were they from? Like Montana, Groves, Groves, Eastern of Washington. Of course, Eastern Washington. Of course, you like those kids, Sean, because you're like, hey, they're kind of like me. Yeah. They play oh, below the rim. I mean? They have they great do, footwork. They yeah. do two pump fakes before Hustle. every shot. Uh, th- they always know how to go glass. <laughs> yeah, heart and hustle, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, I mean, look, Iowa State is a very good team. TJ Altsberg has done a great job in Ames. However, they've struggled on the road. I feel like they're always a tough team to take on the road. And with the way Oklahoma's playing, uh, I I think they're. They're they're ready to 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 pounce on uh, the the cyclones there. They they're just Iowa State struggles to score, and it's hard to take a team that struggles to score on the on road. The road. Now, yeah, I do wonder how lit this place will be. You would think with Oklahoma being number eleven, but I don't know. Uh, with students not there, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's the only concern I have is Iowa State might be playing them at a good time where the place might not be that lit. So. Uh, but I'm still going sooner. Yeah, Boomer sooner. It's gonna here. be Saturday. Kids will be back in school by Saturday. I mean, they'll be they'll be they'll be back for that weekend. I mean, what do you, if you're going to school in Oklahoma, you're probably from some much boring area and you're itching to get back to Stillwater to hang out and go on campus and party and have another bonus Saturday before classes start. So I I think I think these Saturday campuses will actually be filled in a lot of spaces. So but uh, bo- both these teams are top 15 in defensive rating. Uh, and, and you know, that's just going to make for a, a rock fight here, but you got to take the home team. I think that in the moment momentum of the crowd, Yeah, no, I would o- caution you. Their classes don't begin until the 16th at Oklahoma. Mm. So let's do a little, uh, just 
hopping over to the old. Uh, not, what are they? What the hell are they doing? What do you do on your Christmas break in Oklahoma? If you're if you're a listener in Oklahoma, tell us. What are you getting into? Meth. Knocking over some cows. Come on, you got to go to the game. <laughs> I mean, what did you do in college when you were off on break? I worked and then I got oh, drunk. See, this this is what you're really finding out. Sean's irritated. These kids have these long breaks. What are you What are you doing for yeah. all this time? <laughs> It's time off. What's this about? Uh, That's right next to value. uh, Things that piss Sean off. Yes. Uh, I'm also on Oklahoma. I, again, this is, it's shaping into a nice, like uh, coaches. I really like to back card on Saturday. Ohio state heads to Bloomington, Indiana. This this is a basketball game. Colby 5 PM on the West coast played in a beautiful dome there in Indiana where they shape their domes like farmhouses. Ohio State laying four and a half on the road. How disrespectful. This is a smash spot for Indiana. Coming off the loss to Nebraska, cashing my lock for me. And now uh, they come at home against a Big Ten opponent. This is this is Indiana basketball to a T. Indiana wins. They cover all day with the Hoosiers. Oh, for sure. Bobby Knight game here. Uh, what he played at Ohio State. They're going to probably honor him here, right? Uh, and Ohio State's been a little bit of fool's gold, man. I mean, they they got they, Rutgers covered. They got past West Virginia on some BS the other night. Uh, I think Indiana is gonna gonna lay it on the Buckeyes there in Bloomington. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly a great bounce back spot. A lot, a lot of good uh, situational angles to this one. The only thing getting in the way is perhaps Ohio State's good, but. They did trip and fall pretty hard. Not pretty hard, but they tripped and fell in their only real road test against Penn State. So I don't mind fading them one more time here. And again, Indiana situational spot. And one time I'll give you a little trivia about the coach of Indiana. You know, one time he coached the New York Knickerbockers. Really? Yeah. How long? Uh, you know, probably about the same time they designed those stupid ass warm-ups for Indiana where they look like candy stripers. <laughs> Texas Tech heads to Austin, Texas to take on Texas. Uh Minister better be there because what we're hearing is there could be a civil war brewing in Austin. Matthew McConaughey, of course, uh, some choice words about the loss Texas just really? suffered in football. Ah, he, he wasn't around. He was oh. a no-show. No, um, he was at the game. No, no, no comment after. Oh, okay. You're the minister of culture. You lose a home <laughs> game to some pussies from the West Coast. They don't <laughs> even like football out there. Remember when the Pac-12 tried to cancel football? Anyway, Texas Tech catching five, according to Prick Dundee. In in Texas, who do you think Texas is missing? Chris Beard. It's uh, a hot question. May, I know. Maybe maybe last year. I, I think Grant McCaslin's a good hire. I think they like what what they got going moving forward. This is year one for them, uh, and obviously Devin Cambridge being out for the season was a big loss for them. Uh, but Texas, uh, Texas should. They're like they're the much better roster. But once again, this is just like what you said in football that. Yeah. Washington had zero five stars. They got it done. They never no trailed in Texas. Yeah, um, I think I think you go Texas Tech here just because it's a rivalry game. Texas Tech um, looking to looking to show up in this game feels like a one bucket game. I don't know. Four, five points feels like a lot for a rivalry game with how well Texas Tech has been playing and the final time that they'll be playing in Austin. So you think Grant McCaslin and, and the Red Raiders? Don't know that. Let's go. You know I'm not taking fucking Texas. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, let's go, Red Raiders. Go in there, get that win on the money line. They're a live dog, but I, I still think the five is the play. Kramer. Their only true road game this year was a test at Butler that went to overtime. So 
again, you have the same type of concern. First conference road spot. Uh, give me Texas to bounce back as a as a, a university. Mm. Mm. I think it could be let down. They're all bummed. Plus, uh, Sark is. Uh, Quinn yours shaved his mullet. They it's got the no off mojo. season for Sark. He's gonna have a couple cocktails. Enjoy Horns the game. Down. Oh wow! Wow! Clip that. Send it to Austin immediately. Matthew McConaughey. I apologize. Sean's doing a weird tic tac tic tac dance. No, it's like a. Uh, hey, you, like, you look like, like my daughter. Horns, like, hey, like a hey, sword dad, Check out this pop and lock routine. <laughs> We don't say that. Cincinnati heads to Provo, Utah. The Super where, Soaker. Where B? Oh boy. Where B? Imagine a bear cat if you sewed it to a bed. It would be ferocious. BYU twelve and one, laying eleven points here. Uh, you know, you would think BYU uh, sail on staplers. I'm not so sure. Well, it's confusing because they have staples, but they also recruit like. <laughs> They also recruit like the hell out of Kenya. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. like they uh, go on those missions. They're like, yeah. have you heard about the good Lord? And can you rebound? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a place for you to visit. Isn't this an easy one to pick? Easy as in what? I mean, Cincinnati's 11 and two BYU's 12 and one fascinating matchup. Cause they're both the new big 12 members, but I'm with you. You can't go into the super soaker. Cincinnati has no idea what's happening. They're no. about to go in there. You know, the fans yeah. are going to be fucking bananas and be throwing batteries at them, calling them terrible, terrible names. Uh, all this crazy shit. They le- they've, they've left the state of Ohio once this year to play Howard. Now they head to Utah. You think these city boys know what's going to hit them mm, or maybe that, or maybe oh, lay that's the big, the, uh, lay all the points, lay all yeah. the points. Yeah, I mean, I I was Plus hoping BYU's fucking good this year. I was hoping we would get a better number because I, I oh, was hoping oh. people. No, I'm saying I was hoping you know the market would say, oh, Cincinnati, they're 11 and two. You can't give them 11 points. Um, but yeah, I, I can't take Cincinnati I, on the road at elevation. I love the shade you throw, Colby. Uh, BYU's only loss. I'm, no, I I I think the number is right. I no. I I'm just I. It seems like it's already factored in all the stuff we're talking about. I was hoping we would get like seven or eight, but it seems like the market is with Colby. Interesting nugget about BYU. They're doing all of this this year without free throws. They are one of the wor- the the lowest uh, teams in the ca- country in terms of free throws uh, when compared to their uh, free throw or free free. Uh, what am I trying to say? Their free throws when attempting uh, compared to their free uh, field goals. How about number one three free point? Too many times. Number one three point field goal percentage in the country. BYU Cougars. Mm. Offense or defense? Offense. They also defend the they also defend the three point line really well. And so yeah, I no no need to talk too much about this one. Although we have talked for an hour and six minutes about college basketball. Time of the line. Sean's expiring. Let's Dog move on. And bonus lock brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Head over to HOFBets.com or download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Use the promo code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month. Optimize those parlays. Get down to player props, game lines, uh, deep data. It, it's uh, the ultimate research tool. Highly recommend Hall of Fame Bets. If you're getting down in parlays, player props, you can't be betting without it. HOFBets.com, promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month. Kramer. You guys are going to make me go first after making fun of me all that in the beginning of the show. All right. Yep. Happy to go first. Got to teach you a lesson. Happy to go first. Lock number one. 
We're just going to go in reverse chronological order. I love this BYU team. I do really? think they smash. Okay. I'm laying a big number. You know, I like the minus smash. sign before I like the plus sign. Lock number two. Actually, I'm going to give you the dog first. Uh, Ole Miss is live. I do think Chris Beard's Ooh, good coach. I'll okay. happily sprink this money line. We might have to paper ticket this one. And actually, you know what? Let's just stay uh, in the afternoon window. Uh, give me Oklahoma laying two and a half. Okay. Like what Porter Moser has going on down there. Uh, we have been secretly admiring each other from afar. And I think I'm ready to get back into bed. <laughs> Oklahoma lay the points. All right. So let's see. Um, for me, I like, I really like this Clemson spot at home. Yeah, that's a good one. Too. Feels like a good spot for them. Uh, laying, laying the point here. My dog, uh, dog. Indiana money line, perfect bounce back spot as a home dog. Oh man, my other lock. I'm debating a few here. Arkansas plus four and a half feels mm. pretty good. Yeah, we like Muscleman. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, hop on the must bus. Give me Arkansas plus four and a half there. Smash. Little home doggy action. Smash. Oh, no. Colby, what do you got? Yeah, I'm with you with the Arkansas play. Give me Arkansas plus four and a half Ooh. as the lock. This bonus lock is Michael Crichton putting on oh, uh, yeah. Providence. Uh, I can't do that against Providence. And the money line dog is the Indiana Hoosiers. Can I interest you in an Indiana Arkansas money line parlay? Do we want to do so? <laughs> I like Indiana Arkansas. Do we also want to put in Ole Miss in there as no. a round robin, or just Indiana Arkansas? Keep it simple. Indiana Arkansas. Keep it simple. All right. So parlay is Indiana and Arkansas on the money line. Hey, uh, we got some bottom line bombs coming up here on SGPN on the network very shortly. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we also got CJ and Colby on bombs down under. We got a lot of bombs. We got to call in the bomb squad. Uh, clear out. Of course, subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Toss us a nice rating review. All these free content, all these free picks, an entire free network. Toss us a little uh, five star review over on Apple Podcasts. Always appreciate that. Help keep the lights on. Check out all the uh, sweet gear we got in the merch store. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And we'll see you later today for the prop show. For the Sports Gaming Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. He's Ryan. Nice job, guys. Uh, it's awesome to pick college basketball games in January. Great. Let it ride.